This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Third Sunday of Advent A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The desert and the parched land will exult. The steppe will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice with joyful song. The glory of Lebanon will be given to them, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the hands that are feeble. Make firm the knees that are weak. Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. With divine recompense, He comes to save you. Then the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. Then the lame leap like a stag, then the tongue of the mute will sing. Then those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness. Sorrow and mourning will flee. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm Lord, come and save us. Lord, come and save us. The Lord God keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. Lord, come and save us. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who were bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. Lord, come and save us. The fatherless and the widow he sustains but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, through all generations. Lord, come and save us. A reading from the letter of St. James. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You too must be patient. Make your hearts firm, because the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not complain, brothers and sisters, about one another, that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing before the gates. Take as an example of hardship and patience, brothers and sisters, the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. 
As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you hear? What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On this third Sunday of Advent, Gaudete rejoice. And that uh, Gaudete is the common name or the Latin name of the first word of our intro today in terms of rejoice. So we actually are celebrating Gaudete Sunday. Uh, This is the week, uh, our third week of of Advent, where the priest wears rose-colored vestments. However, in our Advent candles, it's actually like a pink candle. Can we call it a pink candle? But I the, think so. Right? We don't want to yeah. call it a rose candle. If it, if it was Advent, yeah. We just want to make sure yeah. that we yeah. don't yeah. say that the priest wears pink, right. pink vestments. Right. So, so if, we're, if we're talking about the Advent calendar and the Advent wreath, exactly. then we can say it's, yeah, but, it's but a it's, pink candle. Yes, I, I'm vestment. with you. Right. Okay. Rose <laughs> okay. vestment, pink candle. Okay. That's right. So this is something that um, it originally started as a 40-day fast in preparation for um, Christmas, and then ninth century, uh, the duration of Advent was reduced to four weeks. And so we are now roughly in the middle, uh, right? This is a, a midway break. We have the longest Advent that's possible since Christmas will be on a Sunday. And of course, this is also a counterpart to Laetare Sunday, which is during Lent. So right, we right. now are celebrating Gaudete Sunday Rejoice. And another reason to rejoice is this week, we also have the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. We have another Marian feast. You might remember that missionaries uh, who first came to Mexico, uh, they came with the conquistadors, and the missionaries actually had little success back then. They converted a few hundred um, Mexicans uh, during all their time there and really was not very successful. But back in 1531, miracles began to happen when Jesus' own mother appeared to the humble Juan Diego. You had the sign of the roses, uh, his uncle being miraculously cured of a deadly illness, course we had that beautiful image on Juan's mantle at that time and within roughly short time after that six million Mexicans had themselves baptized as Christians so it's just a wonderful lesson where we kind of see how God chose Mary to lead people to Jesus and you know the second lesson really comes from Mary herself you know she was a beautiful princess and we want to help uh, help someone appreciate the gospel we must help them appreciate the culture and mentality of way people live their lives. So beautiful celebration that we have uh, of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So though, please, on December 12th, that's our beautiful feast day. Um, our first reading today is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Yeah, and we hear uh, in these verses uh, rich words of hope and encouragement. And Isaiah projects this image of a land that has been rejuvenated and a nation that's been healed and fortified and triumphant, this rejoice. Yeah, exactly. And and part of that triumphant, and it made me think about this contrast on this desert and this parched land and how all of a sudden it will exult and the step will rejoice and bloom. And I really think there's kind of a, a two two ways to look at this. The first is 
you know, kind of pulling the natural, you know, we can contrast the dryness of this land. And then when it's saturated with the water, how beautiful it becomes. Uh, my wife and I went to school at Arizona State University in Tempe and had a chance to go out into the desert a few times. And I you, for those who have experienced the desert, it is just like brown. You know, mm -hmm. you get out there like there's like nothing there, mm -hmm. but then it gets saturated with water. And all yeah. of a sudden it's amazing what is alive out there. I the really cactuses bloom. Oh and yeah, exactly. Gorgeous. And all these little yes. things, yeah. little flowers yeah. and everything. It's just, it's just gorgeous. Um, and, and I really think that's also then a spiritual comparison when we look at say potentially the, the desert of our lives and how dry it is without being saturated by the streams of living water, the streams of the Holy Spirit. We talked last week about the gifts of those seven gifts of the Holy Spirit last week. That is how beautiful our spiritual life can be when we saturate ourselves with the spirit and mm -hmm. how, how important that is. And it just, this really sets up a beautiful contrast yeah, it does. on our life without Christ and our life with Christ. Yeah. And that's so important. You know, yeah. you look at the past two years and Kevin, you know, they've been very difficult on many levels. Some people have suffered in ways that have forever changed their lives. You know, during times that we are up against great adversity or in the aftermath of a crisis, it's easy to despair and to lose hope. But there's always the grace of God, and it's real. Jesus promised that he would not leave us orphans, and he is accessible today as he was at the time that he walked the earth. God's grace and blessings are manifested every day in the lives of ordinary people who turn to him in faith. And I think that you're kind of talking also about, you know, people have gone through various types of exiles during the past uh, past times. And there are really many types of exile. I think people are, you know, going through types of exile even now, whether it's a physical exile, whether maybe you mentioned like a societal sort of exile. We have mental or emotional or spiritual exiles. I really want to encourage you to take the second part of this first reading here and find words of encouragement. Because from a historical perspective, this really provided an imagery to convey the sense of joy when the Jewish people, that the Jewish people would experience upon their return from their exile. This hopefully from a spiritual perspective can also provide encouragement to anyone who's going through their own struggles now. Because indeed life in Christ, while it may be difficult, indeed is that step that will rejoice and bloom. It will be, have abundant flowers. It will be beautiful, that life in Christ. Yeah, indeed, yeah. With the uh, second reading, uh, we actually have been reading a lot from St. Paul. This time we actually hear from St. James. And I love this reading because it's a beautiful call to trust because God has an answer for us. It, it, he does, yes. And if, but I want to go back a little bit to the beginning of the letter of James. Now, this letter is addressed to, if you go back to chapter 1, verse 1, you'll, you'll read that it's addressed to the 12 tribes in the dispersion. Most likely, this meant the Christians who were forced into exile and those who left their homeland to escape religious persecution. Now, this letter delivered a message of encouragement to those whose lives were uprooted and they lived in hardship. You know, it was a message to stand firm and united in Christ and a reminder that all their suffering that was caused by persecution would not be in vain, but rather it would become a means by which they, like the prophets before them, would be vindicated. We're all going to experience hardship in life in one way or another. We can accept our hardships and meet them face on as our crosses that we must carry or we can reject them and allow our hardships to carry us into a place of despair 
and brokenness. So let's practice with the little things that come along and learn to tolerate daily discomforts, make little sacrifices as acts of reparation, and find ways to lighten the burden of another, even if it's a something as simple as a few kind words and a warm smile. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about embracing your cross and, and really developing, I think, patience as that virtue. Uh, because I, that trust, I think, helps us develop that virtue of patience. And this this idea actually came from the uh, late, great Jim Rohn, a business philosopher. And he talks about farmers because he had grown up on a farm. And I love this. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruits of the earth. You know, as a farmer, you need patience. Sometimes you're going to have your crop destroyed, whether by rain or wind or drought. And after that crop's destroyed, you have a decision to make. Am I going to say, that's it? I'm out of here? Am I going to go ahead and just and, and be um, you know defeated? Or am I going to plant again? And I think as you kind of mentioned with this in terms of embracing your cross, the thing is if you choose to plant again, you develop those seeds of hope and that trust. Because if you don't plant, you don't even have a chance. And that's right. why it's important to pick up our cross. And maybe not a, if you're not a physical, farm, physical farmer, you plant kindness and generosity and truth. That's what you were saying, I think, beautifully there. And as we uh, kind of talk about patience, I think St. Thomas Aquinas had a beautiful quote. He says, patience destroys at the root all the tribulations that deprive our soul of peace. How important patience really is. Yeah, it is. So in the gospel reading, we hear St. John the Baptist is in prison and he sends his friends out to find Jesus. And they come to realize that Jesus is the Messiah. Every person since the time of Christ who has gone in search of the truth about Jesus has in one way or another asked the same questions that his friends asked. You know, who are you? Are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? Are you the Messiah? And Jesus will always answer just as he did in this gospel reading. To those who are sincerely asking, he gives the grace to believe and he leaves it up to us to make a choice to believe or not. Ultimately, the decision is up to us. So as we continue our Advent journey, we should ponder the question in our hearts. You know, have we witnessed his power and majesty in the world around us? Have we come to see Jesus in the faces of our brothers and sisters? And if we haven't, then what's stopping us? He is available to us every day, and the rest is up to us. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. Produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.